HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by White Oak Pastures, a five-generation Georgia-based beef and poultry farm determined to conduct business in an honorable manner. For more information, visit whiteoakpastures.com. I'm Greg Blaze, host of Cutting the Curd. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Good morning. You're listening to In the Drink on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. I'm your host, Joe Campanelli, and uh, we have a special guest today. I'm here with Steve Schneider. Uh, he's our neighbor over at, at, Lertu- at Lertuzzi. He is the principal bartender at Employees Only, one of my absolute favorite places, and definitely uh, uh, not only an industry spot, uh, a, a place that's been around for 10 years, uh, for sure one of the greatest bars in the world, but you'll probably see not only me, but the whole crew from Lartuzzi there, uh, often. Uh, 2012 World Cup World Championship, uh, Cocktail World Cup World Championship, uh, six-time speed bartending champion, um, and and so much more. This guy is also the, uh, the uh, star of a new movie called Hey Bartender, which documents... Uh, Really documents your life, Steve, uh, over the last four years. But uh, what what it's like to be a bartender follows some of the greatest bartenders around, um, as well as uh, as well as a bar that's kind of struggling up in Connecticut. A really interesting movie. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I've known you for a while, but after seeing it, I'm like, ah, why hasn't Steve been on the show? So welcome, welcome to In the Drink. It's great to have you here. Yo, man. Good morning. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you very much. I'm really happy that the studio is only a mile away from my house, too. So oh, yeah. Where, where are you living? I just live up down the road or down Morgan Ave. Nice. Well, welcome. It's, I mean, it, for me, it's really exciting to have you here. Um, uh, I really want to talk about this Hey Bartender documentary. Uh, how, how did it come about? How did you get involved in it? I, I really loved it. I thought it, I thought it was really interesting. And it was amazing because it showed... When you when you started Hey Bartender, you were uh, a bartender uh, at at Employees Only, one of the greatest bars in the world. Before Employees Only, one at uh, uh, Tales of the Cocktail. Before your principal bartender at Employees Only, and it shows kind of the path through it. But how did the whole project come about? Well, the story is quite simple. You know, there's a lot of common misconceptions about how I landed that little 
role, so to speak, at Employees Only and with Hey Bartender. But basically, this guy comes into the bar, right? He sits at my end. I was an apprentice at Employees Only. This was, hell, 2009, 2010. I don't know. It was about four years ago, you know, four and a half years ago or so. Sits at the bar. I'm an apprentice. I'm, as an apprentice at Employees Only, your job is to, is to handle service bar. You're the first one there. You're the last one to leave. You have to make sure that each principal bartender is taken care of. They're in the position to to make drinks and serve guests. You know, so you're filling juices. You're getting bottles of booze that are you know empty. You're doing everything. You're setting up the bar. You're breaking it down. Um, you basically are the workhorse. You're the the engine of the bar at employees only, and it's the most for me. It's the most just. I got so much, you know, respect for for the apprentices now, because uh, now we're busier than ever at ten years, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to my story, the guy sits at the bar and uh, he likes tequila, and uh, I make him a couple of tequila cocktails. You know, we're, we're making pouring some tequila. We're going through the menu. He has dinner, all while banging out tickets, all while refilling juices, all while just doing what I normally do every day at that time, you know. And uh, for me, no big deal, you know. It's uh, it's just what I do for a living, you know. And he was blown away. He comes back to me. He's like, uh, Steve, I'm a filmmaker. You know, I want to make a uh, nobody. This is this new world. It's so new to me. And he's like, you took care of me so well. I just I want to. Do you mind if we interview you? I, I think I want to make a movie about what you guys do. So me being in New York, you know. I was just like, yeah, whatever, dude. Like, come on in. Like, I encounter that stuff quite often. You know, people that want to... A lot of people projects. talk yeah. and nothing ever yeah, comes of it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So, but I'm all about supporting somebody. You know, if somebody wants to take any... Like, it could be five minutes out of the day. If they want to actually sit and talk to me about what I do, I'm completely humbled and I'm super happy about it, you know? It doesn't matter, like, you know, if it's freaking somebody on on the corner, you know, just trying to start a blog or if it's freaking you know, Time Magazine or anybody, I don't give a shit, you know, it's like, you know, if somebody wants to take the time out of their day to talk to me about what I do, I'm super all about it, and I'm excited about it, and I'm going to be honest with you. So this was something, though, that that wasn't someone taking five minutes or even a half hour, this was a multi-year project. Well, yeah, I mean, this is how it started, this is how the the seed was planted, it was just me taking care of somebody, and just me kind of wanting to make a stranger feel at home at my place because you know you could tell when somebody comes in for the first time they don't quite know what's going on and you know you got a uh, one of our bartenders dev he uh he's we were in russia a couple months ago and he gave this uh analogy which really i really liked he's like you got to be like the sun when you bartend you know you can't be too much you know you can't be too little you have to have that happy meeting you know you have to know when to ease up on people sometimes you know you have to know when to when to really uh, uh, get in there and, and walk somebody through something. But either way, going back to the story, he came back. We had a great interview. It lasted like I don't know an hour. We just kept just shooting the shit, talking, and I was making him laugh. Um, and then uh, I introduced him to Dushan Zark, one of our uh, founders at Employees Only. I introduced him. You know, then he got up to meet Dale DeGroff and then Julie Reiner, Jim Meehan, Sasha Petrowski, and everything like that. He ended up spending years on this project. You know, this. And I'm super proud of him. I'm super happy with the result because, like, it's an outsider from my industry that wants to learn more, you know. 
And he didn't want to make a YouTube instructional video on how to make drinks, you know. He wanted to talk about the people behind it, which is, I think, the, you know, it gives that whole movie the heart, you know. It's, it's, it's the stories behind the people and their struggles and what they had to do in order to be successful in whatever they chose, you know. And looking back on your personal development from 2009, 2010, as it's documented on this video, how do you feel that you've, you've evolved uh, during that time? I'm evolving every day, you know. Every every day. Um, well, you know, I've been a principal bartender at employee. I say a principal bartender because there's there's a few of us. You know, there's there's a handful of us. Um, it's it's not just one guy with a title. I am the bar manager there, but a principal bartender there means you've gone through the apprenticeship program and you are now you know you're at the highest rank, if you will, at this bar. You know, it takes a few years to get there. So. Um, it means that you've done all you've, you know, you've carried the ice, you've done all this stuff for years. Um, so I never like to call myself the principal bartender employees only because that just, uh, you know, I don't want to get a knock on, on any of my boys because they're just as good and they're just right there, you know, like, and we all work together. There's like five heads, you know, of, of a bar, you know, <laughs> five or six, seven heads, you know, that come together during meetings mm -hmm. and they could be pretty heated, you know, <laughs> when you have five, six, seven different people, uh, uh, that all have a say, you know, ultimately the decision comes what out. Are, to one what person. are people arguing about? Is it this drink should well, be on the menu? This shouldn't, no, no, or no, are no, there no, bigger, no. you know, when we, when you have different personalities and different, just people from all over the world, which we have, you know, um, we know the goal after 10 years, you know, I've been there six years now. I've been a principal bartender since 2010, you know, so we're approaching almost five years, you know, where I've, or four years, which I've had my jacket. Um, yeah, man, it's like everybody, they know what employees only is all about, you know, but uh, how do, we all just take a different route on how, on how to get there. And it's so fun because <laughs> usually we all just yell at each other and then something happens at the end and then it all works, you know, because at the end of the day, we all care about our business. We care about the founders. We care about uh, our apprentices, and we care about our own futures. You know, and we're willing to help each other out. And you know, this is a business of compromise. And you know, you learn a lot about other people and about yourself when uh, you have to work so closely with other people. Like even to this day, man, I worked this. I worked this evening, and my ass could be working my ass off to 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 impress my fellow principal bartender, but also to prove to the apprentice that, you know, that, that, that I could hang, you know, every shift is, is pretty intense there. You know, we're, we're busy every night. We're blessed, you know, to be after 10 years, be so busy. And I don't know, I, I still have a feeling that I need to, to, to show up to work every day and give it my all because I know that the two guys next to me are doing the same thing. Right. So it seems that this the system of apprentice bartender and principal bartender is a much more well thought out, more elevated system of the traditional barback bartender model. How how do you accomplish that? What what what's the, what what's the difference between a, an apprentice bartender and a barback and a principal bartender well, and a bartender? Well, I I started at employees. I've already been bartender for six years. I've been tending the bar full time for a dozen years now. So. I've already been working six years behind the bar, so I'm like, you know, when I first started, it's like, oh, I got to go get, I got to get ice, I got to start from the bottom. Oh, damn! But you know, I got the respect because everybody that came before me, they had to do the same stuff. You know, going back, the whole system became the play because of the the founders, the owners. You know, they worked together many years ago. 
they worked at Pravda down in Soho during the big vodka martini craze, you know. And that's where their bond developed, you know. And they uh, put this system in play where when they opened up employees only, it was them working the bar, them on the floor, them behind the bar, you know, them doing everything. You know, they built it with their bare hands. And you could tell the place when you walk in, the place kind of talks to you. You know, I might sound, this might sound weird or artistic, but, it, you know, the, the walls, they kind of talk to you. You know, they, 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 they built this baby with their hands and you could tell how much pride and love they take in it, you know. But them working it every day mm-hmm. until us, the people that, that they hired after, you know, until they were ready to take it over. And now only uh, one partner still maintains. Well, Billy's still on the floor and Igor is both on the floor and behind the bar on Thursdays. Where uh, uh, Dushan and Jay have, have moved on with the 86 company and moved uh, to Texas and, uh, and Los Angeles. And they're doing great, by the way. I'm super proud of them. Um, but, of course, you know, there are... There are, are you know, founders. They, founders they, they've they've given were everything. They, were they your mentors as well? Did yeah, they? yeah, they were just mentors. Because uh, once again, five. When you have five partners, there's five partners of employees only. There's once again, they have the vision in mind, but getting there is a lot different. So there are yeah. five partners. Were they all bartenders <laughs> as well? Yeah, they're bartenders. Uh, wow. Billy, Billy was. Uh, you know, there was Henry, Jay, Dushan, Igor, and Billy was the um, the. The manager, you know, the guy who, who's done it before, opened Lucky Strike, opened several different restaurants, you know. He, so he knew, he knows the laws, knows the rules, knows how to do it, you know. And he brings a unique aspect to that. Henry's been in the game, he's been bartending for for freaking 40 years, yeah. you know. And, you know, he's had regulars for 40 years. And he's like, I've had regulars for 30 years. Didn't like him from day one, you know. It's like <laughs> that takes a lot of endurance. Is he the type to, to tell to tell you old uh, old yeah, war stories? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and uh, you know we look up to all those guys. And I love seeing Igor around the neighborhood too. He's, yeah. I feel like does he? I don't know if he lives in the West Village or if he's just always hanging out. Igor lives in up. Chinatown. I'll give you his address, but I don't know if he'd appreciate. <laughs> So anyway, going back to the story at hand, these guys, they actually worked it, you know, and they actually took us in. They ate what we ate, you know. I mean, it's, it's like I didn't even know Jay was an owner until, you know, a few, a few couple of weeks in. You know, I was like, oh, shit, he owns the fucking place, you know. So when, when somebody is that cool and they, they, and they give you everything they have, you have such respect for them. And when you work hard for something for many years, you know, you're not leaving your job as soon as you obtain this position. You know, I've seen a lot of the best bartenders in the world that are constantly bouncing around to different bars. You know, they're doing, not, not, that's nothing, not taking it against him. I'm like, you know, nothing against him or her, but it's like, you know, if I'm going to start a place, I'm going to want somebody that's in there for the long haul, you know. Yeah. And then, but not, not only just to stay with me forever, these guys, they want us to move on and do something else, you know. And they are the prime example, like Jason Cosmos and Dushan uh, Zarek, you know, they... Dale DeGroff taught them at Prop, you know, taught them about fresh ingredients and, 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 and the importance of that. And they decided to open up their own place. They took that and they opened up employees only, but they didn't want to just be bartenders, you know, they wanted to own their own joint. So they went next step further, own their own, their own joint. Step after that, they wanted to be a writer. They wanted to write a book, came out with a book, you know, they wanted to have their own line of... Um, Grenadine, you know, and Bloody Mary mix that came out. You could get it at Whole Foods now. It's like they're always looking for the next step. And then finally, they wanted to own their own spirit company. And boom, they're all over the world now. Next month, I'll be in Australia with uh, Dushan uh, doing an 86 company uh, party and launch with employees only involved. And, man, it's like 
they just they taught us that you know there's no boundaries. You know, if you want to do something, you can go ahead and do it, but you have to put in your time and you have to work your ass off. And um, that's something that we've learned at Employees Only to do because, like, you know what, man, I'm not going to bartend my whole life. Let's face the facts. You know, I don't know very many career bartenders, guys who are going to like punch in their last shift and die a bartender. You know, not everybody could be Murray Stenson or uh, Dick Bradsell from London. You know. Oh, that old Polish woman that yeah, I read about the other day. Um, yeah, the fact of the matter is you're going to end up doing something else, it's, man. It's a tiring. It's, yeah. it's long hours. It's very physical. and Yeah. yeah. And whether you want to be a bartender, you know, for, for like to like pursue another career or if you want to own your own bar or if you want to own your own spirit company, if you want to work for a brand, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is at Employees Only, we teach people to build their career on discipline you know, on hard work and on that kind of determination and developing these bonds with people and these, these, these connections. And it's like this thing about if you're a good person to work next to, then you're going to be successful no matter what you decide to do. If people want to be around you, people want to learn from you, and people want to be in your company, then you're going to be just fine in life. And, yeah, you and, know, I think that it's a good model for, for this industry. Uh, these days there are so many people who are bouncing around as well. Yeah. And if you create an environment that that encourages people to to stay because they feel like they can better themselves and they're working around people who are who are just as passionate enthusiastic about what they're doing then of course but you never you can never hold people down you know i mean you have to 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 support whatever they want to do you know you have to just you have to show them respect and you have to really uh, work with people on helping them achieve their dreams you know because if you surround yourself with a bunch of people who are successful and are happy you're going to be guilty by association. You're going to just, you know, you're going to be happy. You're going to be good. You're going to be successful. And I really believe that. I really do. And it's something that I don't expect everybody to understand, you know, and nor do I really care or want them to understand, you know. I just want, <laughs> I'm happy, man. I'm making it happen. My boys are doing great, you know. And and I don't, you know, I just think uh, hell to each his own, you know. I'm not saying this is the only way to run a business. Absolutely not, you know, but it's the way we, we're doing it. And we've done it for, uh, you know, 10 years now at a high level. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back with more of Steve Schneider on In The Drink. Exciting event coming up. The Silver Snail, 25 years of slow food. Hosted by Slow Food USA. Heritage Radio Network, and Roberta's Pizza. It's been 25 years since Carlo Petrini and a group of activists launched a peaceful revolution to defend regional traditions, good food, gastronomic pleasure, and a slow pace of life. The slow food movement has since evolved into a comprehensive approach to food that recognizes the strong connections between plate, planet, people, politics, and culture. Today, this movement involves thousands of projects and millions of people in more than 160 countries worldwide. Join us Friday, October 3rd from 11.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. for a dialogue between slow food founder Carlo Petrini and locavore activist Alice Waters as they reflect on the evolution of the food movement and all things slow. To RSVP, click the banner on our website at heritageradionetwork.org. White Oak Pastures is the only farm in the United States 
that has its own USDA-inspected red meat abattoir or slaughterhouse and its own USDA-inspected poultry abattoir or slaughterhouse. We partner with Whole Foods to deliver our high-quality meat and poultry from Miami, Florida, all the way to Princeton, New Jersey. One family, one farm, five generations, 145 years. A full circle return to sustainable land stewardship and humane animal stockmanship. For more information, please visit our website, whiteoakpastures.com. This is Brooks Headley, the pastry chef at Del Posto in Manhattan, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network. All right, we're back with Steve Schneider, uh, principal bartender from Employees Only. Thanks, Brooke, for, uh, thanks Brooks, for that, <laughs> for that little send-off. That's pretty cool. He's another one of our West Side neighbors. Um, Steve, you, are, you might be uh, the busiest man I know in town. You have uh, quite a bit of travel coming up. Uh, tell us about what you have coming out, going on. Yeah, I like to keep busy. Um, well, I leave for, for Norway, uh, Sweden, and Denmark this Saturday. We're uh, screening a bartender out there. And also just giving a uh, a seminar, a talk about just everything on my mind, really, to a few hundred bartenders out there, you know. And I've never been out there, so I'm pretty pumped. And uh, is this some sort of big bartending symposium, or no, man? This is just an event. Uh, I want to thank Fernet Branca and Bacardi Global for this one. Um, you know, they just uh, they put on these. Uh, you know, every now and then these events for bartenders, much like we do over here in the States. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm completely super excited to be out there, you know. And um, unfortunately, I'm, I'm missing the Moscow Bar Show again this uh, well this year. You know, I was there last year and I had a great time. This is around the same time. But uh, my colleague Dev will be out there holding it down and, uh, you know, chit-chatting. But, man, it's important to stay busy. It's important to have a lot of stuff going on, you know? And you're doing some work with the 86 company. We've had Simon Ford on the show. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, Jay, Jay and Dushan and Simon, of course, uh, and the other, the other guys from the 86 company. I mean, once again, they've, Dushan and Jason have given me the opportunity to do so much in my career, you know? I'm Steve Schneider from Employees Only, you know? And now I could be Steve Schneider from Hey Bartender. But I'm... If if I didn't work there, nobody would want to talk to me. I don't think so. I could be as good as whatever if I wanted. I could be as good as I am now, you know. I could I could be amazing, you know. But but employees only has given me that opportunity to to get noticed and recognized and stuff like this. And um, and I don't know, you know, all this like these like whatever you when you introduce me as like you know the cocktail world cup world champ, you know speed bartending champion. I, I've won six different speed speed competitions. But I don't really know how to in like an informal bio. I don't really know how to talk about that. Uh, it was just different comps or whatever. But that's where I personally could go ahead and shine. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm Steve from Employees Only. And I'm so pumped about it, and it's because of Dushan and Jay and the other partners there. So I'll do whatever for them, whatever they need. You know, they need help. To, you know, they need. Whatever they need, you know, I don't have to ask, you know, what or what I have to do. I'll do it. So, going back there, uh, I will be at uh, Berlin Bar Common, the uh, Berlin Bar Show there. Going from there to um, to London for the world's fifty best bars, which employees only will be recognized. Although I do, I can't stand the word best when it comes to like 
lists or awards and stuff like that. I just think it's so subjective, and I just hate saying that name best. Hey, I mean, it's a great honor. It must be a great honor. It's a great honor, honor man. It is a great honor. Recognized. But it is a great honor, but, but I just obviously can't. Obviously, no, no one's been to every bar in the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I had a vote on this one, you know, and yeah. you couldn't vote for yourself, obviously. I voted. For, you vote. You picked five bars that you liked. And I won't talk about what I picked, but I didn't pick. I'm, they were all elsewhere in the world. But, um, you know, I've I've gotten a chance to, to get around, you know. I mean, like, in the past, not even three years, and my pass, I need a new passport book, uh, pages and pages. I'm out of space for my passport. And I've been so lucky. And a lot of it is just talking with bartenders from other mm-hmm. countries, and it's so freaking rewarding. Oh, my God. it's It's like, you know... People are, are interested. They're interested in hearing, you know. I do things a little bit differently. You know, we do things a little di- a little differently, and they want to hear about it, you know. Uh, like a real-life experienced bartender, you know, talking about stuff. Not like an old head, you know, like a guy that's doing it now, you know. They want to hear what's going on because they, they want to do it now. And at the end of the day, you know, I just always like to tell them to, to be successful and be happy. And who gives a shit? about, you know, recognition or anything like that. You know, it's good to be recognized by your peers. I'm not I'm not downplaying that at all. But, you know, man, I've been in this business a while, and I've still got a lot more to learn. I've still got a lot more to do. Right now I'm working on the business side of it. I'm going to open my own joint soon. Wow. But Can you tell us, tell us a little bit more about that? What are your plans? Yeah, man, the more I just, like, I'm hanging around my peers and I love them to death, you know, the more I'm looking around, I'm just like, man... I love these guys, but I want to be different from these guys. I don't want to be like them, you know? And I don't know. I just want to open up my own joint right now. Employees only guys are going to help me out. I would rather, I'd like to open a place in London, to be honest. I just love the market out there. I love the people out there. And I think my sense of humor and my approach to business uh, wouldn't just crush it out there. I've been there like eight times the past, in the past year. Oh, wow. So much so that, you know, they're starting to question me at the border. Um, <laughs> but, you know... Uh, I've always got an alibi, so it's all right. But with the fact that I'm keeping busy, um, you know, well, as far as opening my own bar, I just want to, I want to, I just want to open a place that I'm proud of, man. That just puts good stuff in a glass, man. It makes people want to come back, you know. And people make people that work there want to work there, you know. I'm not, I'm not trying to reinvent stuff, you know. Yeah. It's like, man, I just read an article just yesterday about. Um, the best new bars that are opening. <laughs> I'm like, what? How can you tell it's the best if it's not open yet? <laughs> I, I, just didn't, I just don't get it, you know? Yeah. So the more, I just hate that word best so bad. Oh, my God. And for me, the best is just being happy and just working hard and just being the best that you can be, you know? And then... Well, the best that you can be, that's, that's a military saying, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and that's, you know, just being, being happy and satisfied with your work is something I really care about and dig. So going from there, man, I'll be in, I'll be in Dubai after judging competitions. Crazy. Since I've had, I've had experience winning competitions, I think it's only fitting that I actually judge a couple, you know. Um, a lot of competitions, they overly glorify the judges, you know. But these competitions I'm judging are actually geared towards, you know, the bartender and the brand, you know. Like the actual bartender's story and the bartender's, uh, you know, instead of like just people you know stroking the judges you know i don't like that stuff so i get to 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 be a judge and that's that's something that's kind of cool i get to judge i I don't compete anymore Uh, i have nothing left to prove competition wise but um man i'm working on that project i'm working on uh 
developing these new line of hammers, which I did a couple of years ago, which are being made right now in Brooklyn uh, with my, my buddy Asaf and, uh, from White House. That's kind of uh, your trademark in a way. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you never want to be defined by one thing, by one competition, by one movie, by one this, by one that. You want to constantly evolve and reinvent yourself and constantly do something that's going to keep you fresh. And uh, that's something I'm really trying to do. And my, my big project uh, right now is going to be, um, well, aside from just, you know, running. When I say run employees, I mean managing employees only. I mean, the boys run it along with me. You know, we run it together. But managing it, you know, at a low percentage. And I'm trying to, I'm treating employees only like it's mine, like I, like I sign the checks. And for me, it's like developmental, bar ownership developmental. And, you know, the office and my peers have been really helping me out. With that, but I want—I'm starting my own podcast, man. I want to get what? in the radio game, man. What you're going to be competition? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 never. Friendly you know, competition, never. You know, and uh, I don't know. I've always wanted to have my own blog, man, but I can't write worth a shit. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know how to freaking write. Oh, so I guarantee you, there's very little writing that goes involved. Yeah. Involved in this. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured, I figured I could just use this iron tongue of mine and really just have some sort of creative outlet, you know, to, to just say what's on my mind. Cause I got half hour. We're about to wrap up here, man. Yeah. And I don't have a lot of time. Like time. Uh, if I had a mic, you know, my, my zoom mic or whatever, man, I could just chat about whatever, release it whenever I want. But, uh, please keep, I'm going to title it the Steve Schneider show loosely titled because I really want it to be mine. I want to, I want to distance myself from employees only in this one aspect, you know, like, one thing, when you're part of such a great team, anything you do is going to come back to employees only. So this, I want it to be on my own, just stuff I'm thinking about. I want it to be entertaining, not only bar-related, but just current events and everything, and just make it entertaining. And, you know, keep, keep an eye on that for 2000, early 2015, but I'm doing it on my own. So, you know, I can't wait to do that. I'm going to have different, incorporate different characters, which may or may not be me as well. Um, it's going to be like sketch, like a sketch show kind of thing. A little Steve different segments. Steve Schneider speaks on the Steve yes, Schneider show. Yes, and follow me on Twitter at Schneider Sense S C H N E I D E Y Sense S N S E. And we'll 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 tweet that from the Heritage Radio Network and from my own. And last thing, but before we go, you have a TED Talk coming up. Is that true? yeah, man? We forgot to talk about it. fuck. Yeah, well, it's it's not quite a TED Talk. It's called Got Your Six. Okay. It's basically it's similar to TED Talks. It's me on stage at the Google office on November sixth for um, six minutes, along with another, uh, a bunch of other uh, former vets, you know, uh, uh, military vets, and just talking about our, our path. And to be asked to do that, to talk to injured military guys, being an injured military guy myself, that meant the freaking world to me. And that, hell, you give back, I'll give back all the freaking accolades and awards and accomplishments. You know, this is by far something that I'm, look, I'm most looking forward to uh, at the Google office, to talk to, to people like me that... that that you know talk about you know injured being injured and and overcoming it and uh saying fuck off to everyone that has ever told you that you can't do something you know and that's something that i take a lot of pride in you know well it's not often i can uh tell one of my favorite bartenders thank you for your service but uh thank you you. thank you for your service joe man keep doing what you're doing man i'm a huge fan of you as well and thank you so much for having me man it's been such a pleasure. Steve Schneider, the man, the principal bartender, employees only, and uh, future projects to come. Uh, stay tuned. Follow him on Twitter. Go visit him, employees only, while you can. Have a good day, Canada. Thanks, thanks a lot, everyone. This has been In the Drink on Heritage Radio Network org. Thanks for listening to this program on org. 
You can find all of our archive programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 nonprofit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.